Greetings, everyone. It's nice to see you. Welcome to the Aristotle Full Throttle program. As you can see, we are out here in front of the Hall of Justice, where justice is always served. The Batman... I would like to point something out. What is it, Freeze? What are you even doing here? I don't want to see your likes around here. Yeah, but you know, I think uh, I'm noticing something different about your suit. Is it the fantastic bat symbol that I have on my chest? Not exactly. I mean... It is nice to see you, first of all. Nice to see everyone out there. Nice to... Nice to see everyone. Ice. I use the word ice instead of nice. I understand. I gather what is... Get to the point. Get to the point, Freeze. It's just, you know, I'm the master of puns. And, and I'm the master of having tight buns because I do squat thrusts repeatedly, daily, all day long. It's not what I'm trying to point out here. There's something different about your suit. I noticed that you have bat nips. You have cheese nips as nipples on the bat suit, as promised. Because earlier, yesterday, you were talking to Kay Griff and she said something about the, your suit having needing nipples on it and... It seems that you've taken this very literally. I don't know what you're talking about, Freeze. Let's get on with the show, shall we? I think that would be very ice. Oh, Freeze. You did it again. (laughs) How about that? Oh, Batman. I do notice... I do notice, Batman, that you have nipples on your suit today. I... Or... Cheese nips, if you will. It doesn't get any cheesier than that, does it, folks? Hey, everybody! I'm excited to be here. We'll we'll get to this uh, little bubble later. Um, I'm Aristotle Full Throttle, you bro. In the know. With the fro. Perhaps, maybe not even with the no. But I'm here, you're there, and somehow we're together. It's a pandemic. Nothing matters. All bets are off. We could do whatever we want, we decided. Suddenly, they passed a law, and they said, Yeah, just go hog wild. And that's what we do here on Aristotle Full Throttle, five days a week at noon, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If time means anything to you anymore. This is what we do. We talk about this sh- we talk about movies and we talk about the show because the show is kind of a meta show now. It's it's a show about itself. It's starting it falls apart at the seams, but we kind of try to sew it back up. What the show is, now try to picture this in your mind. This is what this show literally is. It's like there's a leak and then you stick your finger in the leak and then another leak pops out and you stick your finger in that leak and then another leak pops out and then you try to like it's like a Lucille Ball sketch and then you try to like maybe gather some water in your mouth and spit it overboard to try to bail the sinking ship that is this show. 
Welcome, everyone. I hope that anybody who has tuned in this early on the program is uh, catching some of this. You know, sometimes it takes a few minutes for people to gather around the fire, gather around the campfire. But if you are gathering right now, remember to go back to the beginning of the show because there's always hijinks. We do lots of hijinks, lots of silly stuff all day long here on Aristotle Full Throttle. Actually, only just for about an hour. And I'll tell you. That's that's going to be my t-shirt, guys. That's the meme from the show, is me saying, I'll tell you. I've listened back to a few of these shows, and I and I apologize for anything that's that's uh, that you've witnessed. Guys, if you're on the YouTube platform, like the video. If you're on any kind of platform, subscribe to the show. Because that's the very least you can do if you're watching with your two eyes and your earballs. You can just go ahead and do that. Subscribe, like the video, tap the screen, rub the phone against your face, like put the computer on your lap, make your desktop a laptop, convert it. Convert it as if you were, you would to Judaism, say. Hey, Judy, are you out there? So check this out, guys. Dune, the movie Dune. Is coming out next year, and there's a trailer today. There's a trailer that came out this morning, and I'm excited to watch it along with you because I have not seen this trailer. And Dune, by the way, by Frank Herbert, is a novel, a science fiction novel, one of my favorite science fiction novels of all time. And I'm excited because today's particular subject is about books that have been adapted into movies. Movie adaptations of books, and I would like to thank Angie and Noah for suggesting this topic. It's a wonderful topic, and I love to... I used to love to read, but now I don't read much. I read all day, in fact. I read the internet. I read Twitter. I read everything I can get my eyes on, except I just don't read books anymore. They take too long. It reminds me of a... uh, Aziz Ansari bit. Aziz Ansari says that he doesn't have time anymore to even watch movies. So what he does is he reads the Wikipedia of the movie. He reads the Wikipedia breakdown, the plot synopsis, if you will. And then he gets to the last paragraph and he doesn't read the last paragraph. And then he'll rent the movie online streaming and then just watch the last 15 minutes of the movie. So he could just get it out the way. And hopefully you... You don't do that with this show. Hopefully you watch along every day and uh, and we uh, we can gather some memes as we go. Condiland, welcome. Welcome to you. My shirt today says, I like their first album better. You can get that shirt at my friend's website, bromegatees.com. Bromegatees.com. You can get this shirt from him. He's my friend and uh, he makes funny t-shirts. Silly, memeable t-shirts. And it's it's just one of those sayings, Condiland. And I wore it today in particular. If you notice, I do wear shirts that are in th- line with the theme of the show. Books that are adapted so much better than the movie. And a lot of people are like, I like their first album better. So many people are like that. I tend to find those people sometimes annoying. You know what I mean? Oh, really? You were there since the beginning? You remember them when they were just playing clubs? You remember when they had their seven-inch vinyl? You got, you were there. You liked their first album better? Well, I like their hits. I like that they were on the radio because now their music is way more appealing and more people like them. And I happen to be one of those people. But you, hipster... Sir, with glasses and a beard, more than one facial accessory. Oh my god, I'm pointing at myself right now. 
I think, I think I'm talking to myself. You, sir, like the first album better, don't you? I think I just called myself out. <laughs> well, Condyland, it's just you and me right now. We'll wait. We'll wait. Hey, guys, on, on uh, Instagram, I can hardly barely see you, but I would like for you to donate to the ACLU. Every day we like to f- support the ACLU, particularly lately, because what are the things we know that we need? Our civil liberties. We need our civil liberties, and the way to preserve those is to donate to the ACLU and help make sure that people can pay lawyers to defend our rights. And this is the most important thing we can do right now. Hey, Vidre. Welcome. Hello, everybody on Twitch. I'm sorry that my little view count here on on Restream is not accurate. It says eyeball. There's a picture of an eyeball and it says zero. So if you're out there on any of the platforms, if you're on Twitch, if you're on YouTube, if you're even on Periscope, that means you're watching this on Twitter right now. If this has popped up in your feed on Twitter, please just like the tweet. I would like one like, please. <laughs> one like on the tweet. Can we do it? We can do it, guys. We can do it. I know. I feel it in my coffee. I'm excited for today's topic. Thank you, Angino, for suggesting it. What are some of the books that you like that they made into movies that you like? That's what we're going to talk about. And I'm excited because I love Dune. I love Frank Herbert's masterpiece, science fiction epic, sprawling novel about the, the Fremen... And and the and the muadibs and the sandworms and uh, and the killing with a word muadib so cool. Hopefully, I won't have to pee. If I do pee, I'm gonna leave you with the rock biter for a minute. But uh, I was rushing in the kitchen. Do you guys know that joke? Oh man, that's an old joke. Yeah, I remember that joke from when I was a kid, back 375 million years ago. If you're Russian in the kitchen, what are you in the bathroom? European. I would just like to say that was a masterful pun. I am very happy that the show has taken the high road with coming up with really clever and funny puns. I am, I find that very chill. I think that it is a cool way, a very cool way to tell jokes. That is my way anyway. Well... Mr. Freeze, nobody wants to hear those kinds of jokes. Shut up, bat nips. You've got cheese nips for nipples on your bat suit. This is ridiculous. What are you even trying to, to do? Well, I noticed, uh, I noticed you have an ice gun there. Do you happen to be a fan of frozen margaritas? Batman is an alcoholic. 
But he likes to work out. He compensates. Guys, we are excited. I'm like, I don't know if you can tell by my hair, but most of the time I'm just excited. This isn't a haircut. This is my hair is lays flat usually. Usually my hair lays flat. It looks like the flat ironed Lenny Kravitz era. But this is just me excited that we're gonna watch the Dune trailer together. You guys, you, me, and Ron Perti. Hopefully, hopefully Ron Perti is here, guys. I am very tired. I woke up at two a.m. I don't know why. Sometimes it happened that way. And I'm very tired now. So, I'm going to be try to chug this coffee and be shot out of a cannon all day. And then I'm going to pass the F out right after this. Maybe go for like a little bit of a hike and then go to sleep. But I got to tell you, I'm going to sleep for 25 million hours after this. It's, uh... But I got to know what's going on out there. Uh, welcome. This is the Carl Weathers Report. Oh, oh, what is going on there? Is that the Predator? Is the Predator messing up my forecast again? Get out of here, Predator. You're just... You're just a nuisance. Nope. Thank you. Thank you, Predator. Let's just get rid of the forecast altogether. I just want to talk to you one-on-one. As you can see, I'm in a galaxy far, far away. And you ain't never been to this galaxy. I got knocked out of here by Ivan Drago. He punched me, he punched my lights out. Now I'm somehow on a show called The Mandalorian. I'm excited to watch that myself, even though I'm starring in it. 78 degrees, partly cloudy. No predators in your forecast, I promise. Thank you. Did I have a bad dream, Condi? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just got wired. I got wo- got woked up. I got woke. <laughs> Suddenly got woke. Ange N.O. says, My favorite book to movie adaptation of all time so far is Interview with a Vampire. Ooh, starring Aaliyah. That was a good one. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. You know, I gotta, I gotta say, Aaliyah, her brother Rashad was in my film class in my same year at school when I went to Hofstra. And it was very sad, it was very sad to, to learn about Aaliyah passing away. I told you guys, I worked on a video for R. Kelly when I was a young buddy wee lad, right out of college. I, I mean, right out of nursery school. What, uh, back in 2000, uh, the day before Aaliyah died, I was working on a music video for R. Kelly and Fat Joe. And it was crazy. The one with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, that one. The one with Tom Cruise and the one with um, uh, Mary Jane Watson. I was um, I was working on a video with uh, R. Kelly. You know, I believe I can fly. Also, uh, rapist R. Kelly. Also, child predator R. Kelly was married to Aaliyah. You guys happen to know that? 
he was married to Aaliyah when she was 14. I don't want to bring us down, but uh, that's a true story. That's a true fact. Queen of the Damned with Aaliyah. Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. Kelsey, keeping us on the right path here. I don't want to be just naming the, the wrong movies. I don't want to be naming the wrong interviews with... I don't know which interview, nor do I know which vampire I'm talking about half of the time. Thank you, Kelsey, for that. Um, what I do with this? Oh, here's my taxes. I have a folder open that says taxes. Did you guys do your taxes? First, let's go, let's go over. Did you... Um, hey, Condiland... Uh, I'm just going to read your comment again. Uh, it says, did you ever have a dreams? Okay, let's check out what's trending on Twitter, shall we? Come with me. Over to Twitter. Come. Come over here. We're going to go look at some Twitter trends and see what's happening. Because that's how we get our news here on Aristotle Full Throttle. We keep up. Yeah, I know you knew Andy. I don't know any. I don't know anything, Andy. If you've been watching the show, I used to say I'm the bro in the know with the fro. I, it turns out, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. Said Socrates. I knew that though. Look, let's see what's trending. Chinatown. Wise politics. Chinatown is trending. Nancy, Pol oh, this is Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk is the top tweet in the Chinatown trend, and we all know Charlie Kirk as a completely useless douchebag. Charlie Kirk says, Nancy Pelosi knew the dangers of the virus on February 24th, but she still encouraged everyone to visit Chinatown without a mask and gather in large crowds. CNN couldn't care less then. Uh, the media's selective outrage over the Woodward book is hypocritical and embarrassing. Okay, Charlie Kirk, first of all, you're dumb. Second of all, you're very dumb. Third of all, on February 24th, you know how, like, I like how Charlie Kirk likes to rewrite history. Charlie Kirk says, let's start with some history that, and then go backwards. It's like, it's like this. Let's see. It's retroactive. It's rose-colored glasses, Charlie Kirk. You know how dumb those people were during the bubonic plague because they didn't get rid of the damn rats in their town because the rats had fleas that had that carried the plague they were so stupid <laughs> how dumb could you be just get some cats kill the rats and then you won't have as many fleas to bite you with the bubonic plague stupid medieval people i'm charlie kirk i'm useless and stupid oh yeah condyland here's the thing about charlie kirk he's dumb and not only is he dumb, he's very, very dumb. Charlie Kirk got lots of money. And in America, when you get lots of money, and particularly when you're Charlie Kirk and you probably come from pr privilege to begin with, and let's say this is a factor and it's very true and it's very present in this case, Charlie Kirk happens to be a white man. So white guys with lots of money, also who are very dumb, get very far in America. And this is something that we notice all the time. President of the United States. This is something we see over and over again. John Bolton. Charlie Kirk. He's snorting coke off of the Koch brothers' boobs right now. That's Charlie Kirk. Even the dead Koch brother. 
Charlie Kirk, I challenge you, Charlie Kirk. You, me, in the octagon. I will use logic and facts, and you will be stupid. You will use stupid against me. All right, that's enough with Charlie Kirk. That's as much Charlie Kirk I could take in one day. Probably all week. Let's see, what else is trending, guys? <laughs> Sorry, he really roasts my bippy. He really bops me into bubble, that guy. He really, I don't, I don't, those don't sound, those sound pretty suggestive. I sh- I'll, I'll stop with those. Dune, guys, Dune is trending. You know what? We're going to watch that. We're going to watch that in about 10 minutes. We're going to watch Dune. Uh, guys, <laughs> I can't wait until you change the channel and start watching Dune. Uh, that's just my personal perspective. I'm over here with my super friends, and uh, we're really getting bored Aristotle making fun of Charlie Kirk because it's kind of too easy. Charlie Kirk is an idiot. He's a useless douchebag. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Charlie Kirk can go jump in a lake and a lake of fire. Charlie Kirk can go lay down in a pit of snakes while drinking, while drinking pure acid, battery acid, I think. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to hurt the guy. He's just stupid. You can't. It's like kicking a guy while he's down. In a pit of snakes. Drinking battery acid. (laughs) Wow. What else is happening? Trump lied, people died. That's a trend. Ain't that the truth? We ain't got a... Follow up on that. Fauci. Anthony Fauci calls pausing of Oxford virus vaccine. Let's click on that because they paused a virus vaccine test recently because they were like, uh oh, someone suddenly died or something. No, there was an adverse effect apparently when they were testing, uh, 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 they're going through a phase of a clinical trial for the, a potential coronavirus vaccine over at Oxford, and someone experienced adverse effects. Now, if you guys know that if you do a clinical trial with test subjects and they report side effects due to the medication or whatever, they have to be listed. It is part of the clinical trial process. You have to list all of the side effects that people are experiencing. Some people could be like, I'm experiencing explosive diarrhea. And then they're like, okay. All we did was give you a high five. That could be a potential side effect. I'm experiencing sudden death. That could be a a side effect. And you got to list it. So hopefully this side side effect is just that. It's not anything serious. Maybe it's in fact coincidental that perhaps some other thing affected the person during the trial and it is not in fact AstraZeneca's proposed vaccine and uh, you know if in fact it is I suggest we put that person on the first uh, starship to the nearest galaxy far far away I'm Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci thank you very much for watching
Thank you, Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci. You're a fan of the show, and I appreciate that you support. Uh, Vidre says, current events here, Suffolk School, Aquabage, that's French, open for like two days and already had two siblings COVID positive and were prepping to close the school. Shaking my head, she says. You know what? This is the thing about the opening of the schools right now. It's kind of weird because people are like, we should open the schools. And, and then smart people and intelligent people and informed people and people who use rationale and logic and, and maybe they use their mind grapes to squeeze out some uh, thought juice that can turn into wise wisdom wine. Follow me on that analogy. That, those people are like, no, that's dumb. Don't do that, Charlie Kirk. And people on the other side are like, we got to open the schools. And smart people are like, but why, though? That seems dumb. And then other people are like, let's open the schools. And then they, they open the schools, and then they have to close them immediately. And then the wise people with the wisdom grapes are like, you, that was dumb. I saw that coming the whole time. So we got to listen to uh, science. We really do. If we're going to make decisions on a grand scale, listen to science. If you want to go rub your crystals and stand under the moonlight and dance, you could do that on your own. But we're not going to dictate how we open schools that way. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis is trending. I'm excited about that. Lone Star. Oh, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis breaks acting hiatus for 30 seconds to launch Mint's $30 a month unlimited plan. Oh, I got a, I got a message by, from Kigriff about that. Rick Moranis is back. I'm excited. Why can't Rick Moranis just stay? Rick Moranis, we want you back. We want you back, Rick Moranis. Uh, let's watch. Let's maybe watch this commercial. I'm gonna watch it. You get to hear it. Brought in an actor we've all gone too long without. Oh yeah. Rick Moranis. Yeah. So what do you want me to do? You want me to say something about me? Uh, no, that would have been smart. That's Ryan Reynolds. Thirty dollars. It's unlimited. It'll do just fine. Sounds good. You really got to get a phone. Listen, why am I here? Rick Moranis, stay. Don't leave. Huge fan. Oh, stop it. Come on, no, stop. Seriously. Rick Moranis yeah. needs to stay. I'm going to have the picture in picture when we watch the... He makes faces. Rick Moranis has got a fun face. See ya. Hi, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis needed the money. No, he didn't. I'm just kidding. Rick Moranis just got paid. That's what I'm happy about. He... True story. Rick Moranis sadly lost his wife to cancer about 20 years ago or so. And imagine his kids are grown now, and now Rick Moranis is sitting around the house wearing his Ghostbusters jumpsuit from Ghostbusters 2. And is just like, man, man, I'm a legend. I should probably be in a commercial for 30 seconds and make like $50,000 or whatever. Yes, Rick Moranis is definitely a Canadian national treasure in America. We love him. There's two Canadians in that commercial, Ryan Reynolds and Rick Moranis. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's... Second. Uh, guys, when are we going to get to this trailer for Dune? I really... I'm really excited to watch this. Um. Batman? 
I would like to ask you a question. Yes, what is it, Bane? I don't even understand why you get in here. How do you get into this bat cave? Well, Batman, I would like to just simply ask you... Are you going to ask to break my back? Uh, No, I was going to ask if I could uh, break your snack. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, what's happening? What's... <laughs> oh, no. I'm watching this along with you at the same time. What is it? Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, Batman, I have you where I want you. In my hands, I am going to break your back now. No, don't do it. <laughs> no, Bane. Don't even try it. Wow. Batman got out of it at the last second. He's okay now. He's He has not broken any back. None of his backs were broken. Bane, that Bane, get ready to break Batman's back. Get, get off, get, you're so hung up on that, Bane. Find a new hobby that isn't as potentially crippling. All right, guys, are you ready for the moment? Because the moment has arrived. I'm very excited. I sound, I, I sound like Batman now. Uh, now, guys, I'm going to watch this trailer with you. I have become every one of the characters now. Hang on a second. I lost my window capture. <laughs> You know, my favorite part of the show is the fact that I'm always, like, clicking on things and staring at the screen blankly. Guys, list your favorite movies in the in the comments, shall, shall you? I would like to see that. I'd li- Your favorite movies. Your favorite books that have turned into movies. I'm so... It's so difficult for me to do two things at once. I'll do this again here. I almost lost it. I don't know. understand what happened there. Here we go. There we are. Nope. Boom. Yeah, that's it. Now we're talking. Okay, guys, get ready for it. <laughs> you want to see Batman alive? <laughs> well, Vidre, I six <laughs> successfully got out of that. I'm fine now. As you can see, each one of my cheese nips is perfectly preserved. Thank you for your concern. Whoa. Get out of here, Batmans. Let's get ready. I'm excited. All right. (laughs) Here we go. I believe Thanos is in this, too. Oh, there's a high-pitched sound. Ooh, get ready for this. There's a boom. Paul Atreides. There's something awakening in my mind. I can't control it. Zendaya. What did you see? Paul. Making out. There's a crusade coming. 
often dream things that happen. Did you ever have a dreams? You dream them. Yes. Have you ever had a dream? The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box. Oh yeah, it's good. And you die. What's in the box? She's a benedictory priestess. Don't, don't put your hand in it. Too much power. My prediction: pain. You have proven you can rule yourself. Nice. Now you must learn to rule others. That's cool. Something none of your ancestors learned. Pull. My father rules an entire planet. Act two. He's losing it. Dunes. He's getting a richer one. Tatooine. He'll lose that one too. Okay. Okay. Where the Jawas at? Arrakis is the death trap. Dune, desert planet. Oh, dude. I mean, Dune. This is an extermination. Oh, this looks awesome. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. Aquaman's. An okay. animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? Oh yeah, I'm fun. I'm fun at the movies. I know, you. I know you. I've seen your show on HBO. Those look like dragonflies. Oh, this is a cover. The legend will be born. Pink Floyd is my favorite band. All of civilization depends on it. Oh, this is dope. Yeah, chills. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer, bro. By the Duke. Where the fear is gone, only I will remain. Sandworm. Go, go, go! Yeah, I, you hate him, Red. I hate him myself. That. Yeah, man. Pink Floyd. That is one crazy band. One of my favorites of all time. That was a good song. That's off of, uh, uh, that's off of Wish You Were Here. I'm pretty sure that's a great album. Did you know that David Gilmore is the best guitar player in the world living today? It's a true fact. Jimi Hendrix is dead, so... It's David Gilmore from here on out. I can dig it, man. What with these slow-paced classic rock song trailers like The Batman and The Dunes. Did you see Aquaman? He had a knife. That was pretty knife. Whoa, guys. How about that? We gotta get we yeah let's get get rid of that. Uh, that was crazy. You wanna watch it again? I kind of want to watch it again. 
<laughs> Let's go through it slowly. All right. Let's see. There's dunes. There's sleeping. There's dreams. See, a lot of it is it's very much like the book. So when David Lynch did the 1983 version or 1984 version of Dune with the 15-hour one, I was uh, I still like that movie. I think it's really cool. This movie looks like it's taken that to a modern level. Obviously, David Lynch did a really good adaptation, I think, in my mind. It's really difficult to adapt this book because there's so many internal monologues happening. And there's so many people. There's so many characters. There's all these different... The House of Trades, the House Harkonnen. There's all these different sects going on. So it's, it's really, really... Uh, it's really, really neat... The visuals. Denny Villeneuve is such a good part where she's like, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? I'll, I'll tell you what's in the box. To borrow a phrase from my friend, well, he's no friend of mine, Clubber Lang, my prediction, Pain. So pain is in that box. Let's check this out some more. Oh, look, the knife. The knife moves slow. The slow knife is the one that kills you. Because we'll check this out. He's like, look. What's in the box? What's in the box? Pain. Pain? Why would you put your hand in that box? Just answer me that. If you're out there watching, don't put your hand in a pain box. Someone tells you something... Someone tells you there's pain in the box. Don't put your hand in it. That's just a suggestion. You inherit too much power. He dresses cool. Look, see, they're wearing those suits um, where it's like it obscures your you presence. It's a, it's, a, it's a force field type of suit. And then you got to fight Thanos with it. Now you must learn to rule others. Now you must learn to fight Thanos. Your ancestors learn. And then you got Poe Dameron on Octu right now. Am I, am I right, guys? Look at this. That looks cool, though. I mean, I like it. It rules an entire planet. It really feels like an actual place. She's playing the Sean Young part. Oh. Now look at that. Those do remind me of the Jawa droid ships. The Jawa droid things. How about you guys? What do you feel about that? I feel like I feel like Luke Skywalker wants to come up and say, I was gonna go down the, the, the power converters. This one's got a bad motivator. See look. This R2 unit it's got a bad motivator, Uncle Owen. That Aquaman, I'll tell you something about uh, our friend over here. Uh, what's his name? Aquaman. I'm going to call him Aquaman. I saw Aquaman in person. Jason Momoa. I saw him in person one time, and he's just like that. He ran over and hugged me and lifted me in the air. Just like this. Exactly like this. Arrakis is a death that guy's cool. I like Javier Bardem. 
He looks like he belongs on that planet with his crooked face. He's got a great face. You, you want a face like Javier Bardem when you're in movies. Because then you could always be like, what's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? You know, and then be really intimidating with your haircut. The death trap. Oh, those... Guys, I don't know if you've seen Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. But Denny Villeneuve definitely did. Drax, my favorite. This is Denny Villeneuve was like, you know, I really like this dude. I'm gonna put him in Blade Runner 2049 and Dune. That's Harkonnen. You know Harkonnen, he ugly. U-L-G-Y, he ain't got no alibi. He ugly. Why are they gonna burn the palm trees? It just reminded me that LA is on fire right now. Mission Impossible. Extermination. This kid's gonna grow up to look like Ichabod Crane. I'm sorry, ladies. If you like this Timothy Chalamet guy, I'm sorry. But he's not gonna age well. I promise you. He's gonna he's gonna turn into an Adam Driver, and then he's gonna turn into an Ichabod Crane. Hopefully he never takes the Charlie Kirk route. Sure, Look at this. Family. They're floating down with knives. One by one. They got knives. Ooh, look at that. Halo. That's a Halo. That's a Master Chief right there. Am I right? What What are you guys feeling about this trailer? Let me know. Okay, home now. I can watch without distraction. Okay, Angie. Catch, go back to the beginning and catch up. Catch up. Or you can start now and then go back to the beginning. I don't, it don't matter to me. We're, ha we're only halfway through this trailer and we've already gotten to Master Chief. Let's fight like demons. Let's fight like demons. That is a Dothraki thing to say. Ooh, look. Knifed, punched. Yeah, I'm 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 here for it. Oh, that's cool. Ouch. Good golly, my neck. Uh, your neck, or was it your back first? Get out of here, Bane. Nobody wants to talk to you anymore. Turns out you're creeping the fans out, Bane. An animal would will gnaw off his own leg. To escape. What will you do? That looks like. See, this this really feels like the book right here. That look. How she's like in shallow focus like that? That's really cool. Very dark. It's dark on dark on dark. What were you doing? Anybody see any black people yet? No. I know you. We're gonna we're gonna claim. Oh yeah, Zendaya. One. And we're gonna claim Jason Momoa too. <laughs> Jason Momoa's on. He got drafted. <laughs> she's a fremen. Look at that ship. How cool is that ship design? Straight up dragonfly. Neato. Mosquito. Oh, wow. They're like, oh, no, that's... Yeah. They're like, they thought better of it. They're like, let me, let me run this way. Oh, my bad. Oh, I, I want to know where this guy gets his mud bath. Oh, good golly, he's going to be gross. I can't wait. 
if you remember the original movie Dune from 1984, there was a really gross dude, the Harkonnen dude, really gross. I think that Danny Villeneuve is really trying to up that ante with this sludge monster. One day, a legend will be born. Yeah, nice. Oh, look at that sandworm devouring everything right there. That's a really cool design for a sandworm. It does remind me, though, guess what, guys? You ever see Return of the Jedi? Have you ever had a dreams of Return of the Jedi? This is this is kind of like the Sarlacc pit. You, you start to realize where George Lucas gets his ideas from. <laughs> you start, it starts to all make sense. But it's okay. Now, what do you guys think of these still suits? The design of the still suits. They got to wear masks just like us. Oh, this dude is... The, the, this guy is uh, the Sting character. I think, wait, no, was or Jason Momoa the Sting character? I think so, because he's kind of a wild guy. There's a black lady. Yes. Did you guys hear the new standards for uh, the Academy Awards? Now there's like more, they're like, they've raised the standards to be qualified, to qualify for an Academy Award now because, you know, quote, Oscar's so white. They are, they're making it so that there has to be a certain level of representation in the film because otherwise... It's just going to be like monopolized by the people who continually make the movies over and over again. Just it's very incestuous. So we need to spread it out. We need to have more voices on film. We need to have more faces on film so that it's more representative of the greater society because art reflects society and society reflects art. So hopefully soon we'll all be just wearing still suits. They're going to be like, you guys can't pee anymore, let alone not breathe on each other ever. What have you missed? Start, press rewind. Going back to the beginning. It's been a good show today. Today's been a good show. All right, look at those dragonfly ships. Pretty neat. So the still suits, guys, you guys know that it recycles your pee and your poo. And then it has like a little hose that goes in your mouth. And it like harvests the moisture that you exhale. And it turns it it filters it through the suit with your movement so as you move it's press pushing the water through the filters in your suit and then turning it back into drinkable water so that you can drink it now this is a way that they can be very efficient and not lose any water yeah i wish i had panties that did that there's there was a that's a black dude. One black guy. He's got a knife to his throat, though. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out things in Hollywood, guys. Just making an observation. We're going to claim Jason Momoa, though. He's on our side. Zendaya. She's got the blue glowing eyes because she'd been eating that spice. She, got, she puts this. You know, I like spice, too. If you get some Thai food, you want to put a little bit of spice on it. Make your eyes glow blue. It also can fold space and time. I must not fear. Oh, they went. They punched it, Chewie. Look, the spice is in the sand. That's so cool. That's the mind killer. My Lord Duke. Where the fear is gone. Only Chills. Me. This. Look at this, guys. The giant desert anus. 
I too seek refuge through the devil's anus. That's a line from Thor Ragnarok. Wow. Wow. We watched it two times. But let me tell you, I'm excited. I like Denny Villeneuve. If you guys get the chance to see Enemy, it's really cool. If you guys get the chance to watch Arrival, I'm sure you've seen Arrival. Really cool. Blade Runner 2049. Big fan. Watch these movies. If you're a fan of science fiction. Bane, put me down. Put me down already. I... I can put you down, uh, you're silly, you're short, you're scrawny. Mr. Freeze, stop with the puns already. Quit it. Batman, I'm going to break your back whether you like it or not. I'll tell you this, Bane, I don't like it. Those guys up to hijinks. In the bat cave. Why? Why are they even doing that? Uh guys. Oh <laughs> what what there's like a little TV right here. I could I was watching it. I was watching this on the TV here. Let's uh let's watch that again. <laughs> Actually, that's where it went. Uh here we go. This is cracking me up. No. Oh. Uh, yeah, this this part of this trailer is my favorite tra- part. Uh, me and my super friends, we really think that this is a much more entertaining show to watch. If we could just watch this trailer all day, we'd be much happier. Wait a minute, Seth Rogen. I don't like the fact that you constantly pick on the show. Uh, uh, I don't really care what you think. I, uh, this is my TV and my friends, and we're at my house watching my my show. Actually, these are these are not just my friends; they're my super friends. Well, Seth Rogen. Ah, I'll get you. This isn't the last you've seen of me, Seth Rogen. Uh, I kind of think it is. I'm going to change the channel now. (laughs) Now, I really, like, just want to watch this trailer instead of the Aristotle Full Throttle show. (laughs) Good golly. Seth Rogen. I tell you, I don't, I don't like Seth Rogen. I'm just kidding. I actually like the real Seth Rogen, but this Seth Rogen, this version of Seth Rogen, really doesn't have anything nice to say about this show, and I don't have anything nice to say about the fake Seth Rogen. Uh, I'm staring at my copy of the bookshelf that I've yet to read. Got it at the beginning of the lockdown, and it's gathering dust. What are you doing? Dune is an excellent book. You've got to learn like all of the vocabulary in the book. You have to actually sit, and while you read, like you'll read three sentences, and then there'll be a word in the book. 
Dune by Frank Herbert. And there'll be a word and you're like, what does this word even mean? And then you got to go back into the glossary and you're like, a muadib is a desert rat. Okay, now let me go back. And then you, by the time you get to the middle of the book, you're actually speaking the language that they speak on Arrakis. So it's pretty neat. There, Frank Herbert lull, just introduces you to a new language, and by the middle of the book, you're just understanding this entirely new lexicon, and it's actually really neat. I know, Angie, Seth, Seth is very opinionated, and I don't, I don't know. I'd rather not, I'd rather not uh, listen to him, uh, but... Uh, Oh, wait. What's this? Freeze. Uh, what's going on inside that building back there? I don't... I don't know. I, I just like to hang out outside in the front, you know. I sometimes turn the ice... I turn this fountain into an ice rink. And it's fun. I skate around on it. I kind of... I kind of miss the winter, you know. We live in... It's always sunny here. It's always sunny. Yes, Freeze. Would you like a sip of my flask? Yeah, Batman, I, I still can't get over the cheese nipples on your bat suit. I don't, I don't quite understand the joke. Yes, Freeze, you wouldn't. You wouldn't understand anything. Any pun that doesn't have to do with ice or the cold. Yeah, that's kind of my thing, you know. I talk about, um, you know, I wish it was, uh, you know, the way you're talking to me is a kind of a real snow job. I'm going to zap you now. All right, Freeze. Wait just a second. Can you just tell me what's one thing, Freeze? Can you just tell me what's going on with my crutch? <laughs> oh, whoa, what's happening here? Uh, Batman, I, I cannot understand what is this little pocket in your suit. I, I'm not a seamstress or anything, but this suit, you seem to have an extra pocket in here. I think that pocket is where he keeps his weed. <laughs> Has anyone talked about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas for book to film? No, Eva, but I'll tell you, I've tried to read. I've tried to read Hunter S. Thompson, and I got Hunter S. headaches from watching. I cannot follow that guy. That guy, I've listened to interviews with him, and he really does sound like a bombastic. I mean, I guess he's a genius. I guess he's got into the gonzo journalism, but when I listen to Hunter S. Thompson, I get a headache. He goes like, oh, and then I went to, and then it was insane. I'm going to go shoot myself. And then he did. He shot himself. Very sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for Hunter S. Thompson's family. But, um, yeah, yeah. Hunter S. Thompson. I, I, uh, it's like hipster stuff to me. I, I, it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. He's fine. I guess. But you know what? I like their first album better. Oh, guys. My favorite 
of all time, my absolute favorite adaptation from book to film. I'm sure. I'm sure he was a brilliant writer. Um, I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> Hello, Eva. Have you read any of the Thomas Harris films, books that have been adapted to films? The Thomas Harris novels, where I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice key and tea. You see, I have a tea cup in my hand. Ever, what is it that draws you to Hunter S. Thompson? Is it his zaniness? Is it his writing? Is it his lifestyle? Is it his baldness? Is it his giant sunglasses, I bet? It... Yes, Ever. Aristotle has been very rude, hasn't he? Do you know what I do with the rude? Uh, I eat their livers with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Stop with the stop with the slurping. What is up with you, Hannibal? With the slurping. I eat livers. And and I break I break backs. I'll break your back if you like. Uh I am thinking of expanding my business to one that is more viable, one where I just crack backs. Maybe a chiropractor. A chiropractor. I'll crack your back for you if you like. I mean, I, I've broken so many backs and I don't have any return customers from that. None. Not a one single... Every time somebody's like, you broke my effing back and they leave, they run away forever. I would like to have a return customer. Maybe I'll just crack you back. Come over here and I'll crack you back. Get on, get it. My hands are wide open for you to come here so I could crack your back. He wants to crack your back. I'm Bane, and I will crack your back for five dollars a crack. I, that's right, my crack is only five dollars. I sell $5 crack. I will sell you crack for $5. <laughs> Bane! You don't even understand what you're saying, what it sounds like to, to people who... <laughs> Instagram has ended. Instagram has quit on us. Um, thank you. Everyone, not going to lie, though, this twisted sexual tension between Jody and Anthony was fire. Yes. This is crazy, right? I should get, you know, I don't have any women on the show, and that is a great addition. I'm going to get Clarice Starling right now. Right now, you're, witness, you're witnessing this live. Right now. Guys. Right. Right now, you'll witness the growth of this show. Not only have I added nips to my bat suit, 
Because upon popular request, Kay Griff, she wondered where these the nipples on the bat suit were, and I've installed these bat nips. Yes. Let's get Clarice Starling. Let's see if we can do this, guys. I don't know if we can. I don't know. This just in. We're going to try. We're going to try and get this. Let's see if we can get Clarice Starling. You ever see like the, when people get all excited because they're going to... Well, let's... Uh, I don't know if this is going to work. Let's see if we can get... It's just all hype. Like, you know, Hunter S. Thompson. No, listen. I like Hunter S. Thompson. I think he was a fascinating guy. However, I just can't keep up with him. I listened to several of his... I listened probably to like four hours of him on in interviews and on t- like I tried. I mean, I guess, I guess I'm just not on Hunter S. Thompson's wavelength. I wish I was. I wish I could be. Um, let's see. We're looking for some. We're looking for some Clarice Sterling. If you guys could find Clarice Starling for me, I would be very happy about that. I am actually morphing into Batman myself. Wait a second. Hold this. Here we go. How about we just get, like, Jodie Foster? (laughs) Why don't we get the actual Jodie Foster for the show? I think that that would be a good idea. Um, hmm. This is very tough. It's very difficult to find a Clarice starling hang on a second we're gonna find one and it's going to change the world you and i shall change the world forever or maybe for like like 14 seconds if we could if we can change the world we should and if you can't change the world you also should you should try let's see uh totally going to get on it don't listen to him talk read his book lol the the talking isn't sustainable. Okay, I will t- take you up on that. I will read Hunter S. Thompson's word on page. However, when I hear his word in my ear, it's just like I say, I'm like, just get this guy a Valium. Actually, stop giving this guy Valiums. <laughs> get, get this guy off the 14 drugs that he is on right now. Um, he's on many many drugs all of the time, and it's hard to follow. Let's see. Let's just use this for now. We're just going to use this for now. Okay. Let's see. Eyeballs. I don't even know how to spell Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Okay. Boop. Here we go. This is it. Eva, you saw it here first. Everyone here, you saw it here first. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. I I see your your identification. Bring it closer. Closer. Dr. Lecter. I'm not going to play this game with you, Dr. Lecter. Yes, you will. Quid pro quo. Clarice, do you remember growing up on a farm? Dr. Lecter, I'll have none of this. Dr. Lecter, 
I, I, I just don't see the point of what you're asking me. Yes, you do, Clarice. Somehow, me being caught here in prison with only tea and walls, I'd like a room with a view. And uh, I feel powerless, so I'm going to try to manipulate you. Dr. Lecter, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of manipulation. Uh, are you a fan of cheese nippleation, Clarice? Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You made a pun. I'm a fan. Ah, that's very, very funny. Uh oh. Uh oh, wait. <laughs> anyone? Anyone want a $5 crack? Does anyone here need crack for $5? I just sold $5 crack to, to, to Hunter S. Thompson. He, he, he liked it a lot. He actually bought like 1,500 of them and took them all at once. I'm talking about back cracking. I'm a crack backer. I'm a back cracker. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a back cracker. Very funny. Very funny. Very, very, very funny. <laughs> Good golly. Thank you guys so much for being here, for being you, for being wonderful. Remember, go out there and be nice, be kind. Don't be a dick. That's the main thing. All right. Sorry I was a dick about Hunter S. Thompson. I just, I don't get it. My favorite adaptation clearly is the silence of the lambs and jeno you've read the thomas harris novels yes i've read them twice each as well and and i remember when i got hannibal when it first got released i did not put that book down all night long i'd read the whole i read like all 800 pages of it <laughs> in like a day and a half i was just i the only thing that stopped me from reading was that i passed out about eight hours in it takes me a long time to read but it's it's 800 pages and yeah and you brought up yesterday that they introduced the Thomas, the, the Verger character in the TV series, but they never resolved that. That's a really good character. Of course, he was played by none other than Gary Oldman in Hannibal the movie. When I saw Hannibal the movie, the adaptation of the book, I remember reading the book, and it's so graphic what happens to who is later played by Ray Liotta. That character in the book, I always pictured him looking like James Woods. I would have loved to have seen James Woods in the character of Ray Liotta in Hannibal because in that movie spoiler alert movie came out 20 years ago so spoiler alert in Hannibal there, there's a part of the book and in there's a part of the book where Hannibal uses a bone saw a skull saw to take the top of the head the skull portion of the head off of this dude that he captures and he slowly poisons him and, and, and like, he slowly sedates him and hypnotizes this guy as he's hypnotizing Clarice Starling in the book and he starts to take parts of the guy's brain out while he's conscious now I hope you're not eating Cheerios or, or Frito-Lay chips right now because you are going to barf in that bag but 
he starts to take strips of the brain out and then flambe them as you would, because that is the best way to prepare human brain, is uh, flambe. And he flambes this guy's brain and then literally feeds his brain back to the guy. And when I was watching, when I was reading that book and reading that graphic stuff, I was like, oh, there's no way that they're going to do this in the movie. There's no way that they're going to adapt this into a film. And they did. (laughs) It's dark. It's gross. It's scary. Uh, And it's only from the mind of Thomas Harris, one of the uh, darkest writers However, Angie, I did not like the book Hannibal Rising, which is the prequel to the Hannibal series. I did not like that book because they made no mention of Hannibal's six-fingered left hand. They make no mention of it, and it's a prequel. And if you've read all three of the books twice, you know that in Hannibal, it's a big part of the plot on how they catch Hannibal by locating an x-ray of a guy with six fingers on his left hand. And that is literally how they find him. I don't know. Don't ask me how that, that how they forgot that, how they dropped the ball. How they dropped the balls on that one. I'll tell you, though. Guys, the Hannibal series are great. I wish Thomas Harris had one more left in him. I would still watch Anthony Hopkins play Hannibal Lecter. He seems to have so much fun. He really chews the scenery on those, doesn't he? <laughs> I see what I see what you did there. Phrase. Stop where you are right now and go get go get yourself go jump in a lake, Freeze. That's not fun. Don't ever jump in a lake. Unless you're doing a cannonball. But try not to get a brain eating amoeba. Uh Angie was in high school when the first movie came out, and seeing Paul's head open, ugh, gave me a mini standing ovation. I'll tell you, it was scary. Condiland, I sure hope law enforcement looked into Thomas Harris that way his gory is detailed. Yes, Condiland, the imagination of Thomas Harris is just deep, dark, and sadistic, and the way the books are written are so great because... He just catches you off guard every time. He'll just be like, and then he was having a conversation, and then he bit his nose off and spit it in the guy's face. And you're like, what? I was just, they were just talking. The next sentence is, then he bit his nose off. You just said that nonchalantly like it was no big deal. You just said that like real casual. (laughs) Thomas Harris just sitting there like, Oh, they was chatting, and then uh, God, and then he just went ahead and bit his nose off, just like nothing. And then he lit him on fire, and then pushed him down the hill in his wheelchair. What? What just happened? I would always have to read those lines like fourteen times every time I got to those Thomas Harris way of writing. You'd get to like halfway through a paragraph, and then and then he doused him with gasoline, and then lit him on fire, and then kicked him down the hill. <laughs> in his wheelchair and you're like wait a minute that seems a little bit that seems excessive Thomas Harris that's excessive apparently when Thomas Harris wrote Hannibal the novel he just delivered the manuscript they locked him up he locked himself in a room for eight years and then one day delivered the manuscript on the doorstep of his publisher and they were like okay 
print it. Uh, I kind of also wish they had made Hannibal a mixed race person like he was in the movies. But Anthony Hopkins is my favorite actor, so he gets a pass. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins can do no wrong, right? Anthony Hopkins is so good. He is, like, probably the best. Who is this Anthony Hopkins you talk about? I hope he doesn't go by the dreadful nickname Tony. Tony Hopkins sounds a bit drab. Sounds pedestrian, if you will. I much prefer my name, Hannibal. You know, I'm Lithuanian or Eastern European. And I have red eyes in the books. However, they seem to have forgotten that in the movies. It's true. Uh, Italian and Lithuanian in the novels, yes. And described, he looks closer to Mads Mikkelsen than Anthony Hopkins. Mads Mikkelsen, in fairness, is kind of also a dope Hannibal. Also, Brian Cox. All of the three people that I know of that have played Hannibal Lecter are all did it in a cool way. And I, I'm a fan of all three Hannibals, but there's no beating Anthony Hopkins. I mean, he's he's quite good. I hope you don't mean Tony Hopkins. Sounds dreadful. I've, I'd like to invite him to tea and eat his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Good God, dude. With the freaking Chianti. You know, much prefer a Cabernet Sauvignon. Meet Joe Black is your second favorite Anthony Hopkins movie. Wow. Meet Joe Black. Remember he gets hit by the car? That's crazy. Well, I gotta tell you, I'm out of it. I was up all night. Up all night. Up all night. That's an Easter egg I'll let you know, guys. Up All Night was a TV show that I was on as an extra, and I got fired from because of my real arch nemesis. Do you guys remember who my arch nemesis really is? <clears throat> I'll show you. Um, who is your arch nemesis, Aristotle Full Throttle? Who could it possibly be? Um... Well, I'll tell you. I don't... Is it Dr. Lecter? Is it... Let's see. My real arch nemesis, guys, I have a... I've told this story on the show before, but I will... I'll tell it again upon request, but not today. Not today. Um... You sometimes wear Avion skin cream, but not today. Uh, that's true. Oh, here we go. This is my actual arch nemesis, guys. I'm, he's going to show up. And if he ever really shows up, I'm going to give him... I'll tell you what I'll give him in one second. 
No way! <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? This guy sucks. I'm actually... Uh, <laughs> wait a second. Oh, wait, what's going on here? This, there's so many buttons, guys. I, I, I just gotta push all these buttons. Hold on. What the heck is happening here? Oh, no, I know what I'm doing wrong. There. I know, right? Will, are you on my side about this? Yes. This guy is kind of crazy. I don't understand. It's Batman. It's also Cindy Lauper. Oh, Cindy Condi Land. You just... You just opened a whole new level to the show, didn't you, Condi Land? Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Condi Land, you started... You created a monster. Uh-oh. Let's see. Uh, hold on a second. I really don't like Cindy Lauper personally, but you guys know why. And uh, let's see. Let me find a Let me find a really unflattering picture of her. Hold on a second. <laughs> because I don't like her personally. Sorry, Cindy Lauper. I don't like you personally. Um but Will Arnett. Oh, hey, Seth, get out of here, Seth. Let's keep just adding levels to the show here. We'll never stop. We'll never stop. We'll just keep going. Can't stop, won't stop. Am I right, Angie? Oh, sorry. Look at me. I'm Cindy Lauper. Uh... Hey, Cindy Lauper. Remember you fired me because you said that I'm a, I'm a white guy? Yeah, sorry, but you're a... Sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry you didn't make $20,000 and I, and I instantly fired you from a co commercial for a twenty that you could have paid for your bills for a year. Yeah, I remember that, Cindy Lauper. I, I have a memory for that. I remember specifically you, you fired me because your perception of me is that I'm a white guy and you would prefer diversity. Yeah, because I'm really woke. You know, I'm so woke. I'm so woke that I'll fire you because I think that you're too white. You're too white. Really? Because I was looking at the mirror this morning just before I got here. And nothing has changed. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm just so woke. You know, it turns out I'm really difficult to work with, and this is kind of true throughout my entire career. Everybody has said, you know, I would be so much more famous right now if I was actually a good person, but I'm horrible to everybody I work with. That's what I've heard. And I've worked with you, and you were horrible to me. So, go jump in a lake, Cindy Lauper. And bring your microphone with you. Bye, Cindy Lauper. Bye, guys. I'll be back tomorrow with perhaps a Cindy Lauper caricature that we can all make fun of. And uh, it's been a wonderful. What's going on? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what this is. Can you guys tell me? I don't know what to do with this. Is it like a giant crotch on my face? There's like something going on with this suit. I cannot figure this out. Bane, put me down. This is uncalled for. 
I don't... I don't need this kind of treatment from you. Batman, just relax. I'm just going to crack your back. I've given up on breaking backs entirely. Bane, I don't trust you one bit. You seem to go back on your word all of the time. That's that's kind of true, Bane. I I have to admit, you know, you're kind of a sleazebag. Listen to Freeze, Bane. Listen to what he has to say. But whatever you do, don't ever listen to Cindy Lauper. She is a horrible person. You know, if I were to come out of retirement and break someone's back, it might be Cindy Lauper's. She could use a good back-breaking. You know, I agree with you, Bane. No one deserves to be so mean. If there's anything we can learn from this show, it's... Uh, I don't think there's anything you could learn from this show. Just to be honest, I, I'm pretty sure that you can't learn anything from this show. I disagree with you, Seth Rogen. Let's take a look at the Predator Weather Report. <laughs> what? Uh, it looks like there's some clear skies. There's going to be some green in our radar for the rest of today. Oh, and there's the Predator. Look out for predators in your daily life. Whatever you can do to avoid being having your spine ripped out. And maybe your arm shot off. And maybe being stabbed through. If you've not seen the Predator movies, they are gory as all get out. But I'll tell you, my prediction, peace. Have a wonderful day, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you don't get any attacked by Predators. I hope that they, your skin doesn't get flayed off your body. This is the least I can hope for. I truly do hope that you could survive the heat because every hot year, especially in Los Angeles, the predator is in town for, with a few days to kill, which is like the greatest catchphrase for a movie ever. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, man. Let's just all have a good time. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. <laughs> and, and remember, be chill, be cool, and always rock, man. Rock your socks off. I really like Pink Floyd. Another successful day on the Aristotle Full Throttle program. Another fun time. We overstayed our welcome. We had way too much fun today. That's what we'd like to do. We like to have fun in excess. Just like... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Meh. In excess. You too. That's so 80s. I like 1968. <laughs> yeah, we know, Rockbiter. Thank you for joining us, guys. You guys are wonderful. You're, you're my favorite... You're my favorite. Thank you for joining me. Subscribe. Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, like, also share. I'm going to go take a nap. I need a nap. If you could look at my face right now, if you could see what I'm looking at, 
in my face. You'd say, go take a nap. You deserve it. You've earned it. Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Vidre. Thank you, Condiland. I'm doing like the end of Romper Room, and I see... I see Eva, and I see Jen the Fierce. Thank you for joining us. And I see everyone. And if this shout out to Jimmy James Cordova, shout out to Ron Perti, shout out to Tatiana Wilkinson, shout out, get your shouts out. I've done it. It's nap time. I'm going to pass out right now. Thank you guys. I'm Aristotle, full throttle. You bro with the fro, yo. And I'll see you tomorrow. I never know what to do right now because I have to wait like 10 seconds because if I don't wait 10 seconds, the feed gets cut off prematurely.